Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? I pray that you had a wonderful week or had a great day, at least. I know, I know full well that not every week and not every day is special and not every day is good for uh, each and every single one of us. But, you know, I I know full well that we've all had our good days, just like we all had our bad days. Maybe today was your bad day, but somebody else's good day. Next time you have a good day, I might have a bad day. Next time I have a good day, you might have a bad day. Either way you look at it, we're all in it together somehow in some way. We may not be struggling with the same stuff, but we all experience the same thing somehow in some way so thank you for being here once again uh it's it's joey yours truly here on on the podcast staying on point and we've been uh we're always going to talk about you know things obviously biblically and, and and topics that we're struggling with um i believe that the next next couple of, of weeks i'm i'm going to be probably talking my, my goal my desire anyways is to to talk about pornography, how, how people are battling that, uh, going to church, not going to church because of it. Um, I, I want to talk about, you know, people who are, are dealing with suicidal thoughts, depression. Um, and like I said, you know, I, I, my, my goal is to even have somebody who, who has a, a doctorate or a master's degree in that, that field just because of how important it is. I don't want to be the type of person that makes it seem that whatever I say, that that's what it is. Biblically, that will always be because whatever's in the Bible, that's just my faith. That's just my belief that whatever's in the Bible, that's what it is. There is no no gray. It's either black or white. You know what I mean? It's it's there's no gray in between. So I wanted to share with you uh, because we've been talking about emotions and and like I said in the beginning. You know, you could have your rough day. You could have your good day. Either way you look at it, you your emotion could be happy. Your emotion could be sad. Your emotion could be frustrated. Your emotion could be depressed, et cetera, et cetera. So we've been talking about a lot of different things. And uh, we've talked about anxiety. We've talked about the past. We've talked about anger. we talked about bitterness. And the reason why I said that is because we've been talking about um, reasons or 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 the sources, let me, let me put it that way, of why our emotions come out the way that they come out. And so the past two weeks, we've been talking about bitterness. We were going to jump into bitterness today as well, um, because I was talking to Miss Carolyn last week and she wasn't here for the bitterness. And she really wanted to talk a little bit more about that because it's something that she's dealing with. But because she can't be here today, I'm going to save it in for another week. So I'm going to go deep into uh, a little bit something else. Um, I, I want, I want us to understand that although the emotions are different, we, we all can have an answer. Now I'm going to be honest with you. The answer is not going to be the way that you like it to be all the time from somebody else. Let me give an example. I can give you an answer and I can give you, uh, uh, an outcome, not an outcome. Let me put it this way. I can give you my, my remedy. I can give you you know, what I believe will help you out, but it's really up to you, the listener, to 
take heed to that and to put it into practice. But at the same time, nobody, you know, nobody can force you. It's really up to you. So it's almost like this. And then the reason why I say it like that is because I, I do it myself. Nobody can really do the job for me. And we've been talking about that. Nobody can make the first step in this change. Nobody can make the first step for your life other than you. Nobody can do it. We can encourage you. You can hear it. We can applaud you, uh, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, the, the person who has the choice to make that first step is you. The, first, the, the person who has that to, to make that first step is me. Nobody can make it for us. And so I, I, I really want to want to continue with that um, because because we've been dealing with a lot of a lot of different events that are going on that that make our blood boil, that confuse us, that make us give up. So I wanted to bring it to you today. And we're going to be that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. So last week we were talking about Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Okay, Philippians is in the back for those of you who are just starting out in the in the faith. Okay. All right. So it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. We talked about it last week and I just wanted to go over it once again. Um, and, and, and the, the words that stick out to me the most is in verse seven, his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And there's one thing that we got to understand. You won't have peace in your mind and in your hearts. If we don't live in Jesus Christ, it's listen, think about it. The, the life that we've spent and the life that we've lived, uh, not connected to Jesus, not living in Jesus. What has it gotten you? It may have gotten you pleasure. It may have gotten you money. It may have gotten you, you know, what you desire, but it only lasts for a certain amount of time. You know, we only, it's almost like the human, human species thinks about, you know, just the moment. It doesn't think about too much about the future. Give me a perfect example. I I've been seeing, and I've been reading and hearing that the glaciers in, 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 in the North pole are starting to melt and Antarctica is starting to melt. So you start to put two and two together. If those things start to melt, then the water rises. If the water rises, what ends up happening to the shorelines? But we don't we don't think about that. Human species don't really think about that. The majority of the people don't really think about that. Why? Because we feel that we're going to be okay. But we don't see the danger and we don't see the catastrophe and the chaos that something like that will cause. Mountain peaks. If you look at the mountain peak compared to what they were 20, 25 years ago, 40 years ago, you can see that the mountains are not even going to be snow capped anymore. They're just going to be straight dirt, you know, and it's right in front of our eyes. And so, you know, life, life is one. And, and it seems to me that the human species, and I'm including myself, it seems to me that we don't really think about to fix things until we really need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we, we wait for the things to, 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 to break down, to all, hell break loose and and for everything to be chaotic for us to try to figure out, oh, okay, now what am I going to do? And, and, and it's, and in a way it's, it's understandable. It's justifiable, but biblically speaking, that's what we're talking about. That's what Paul was telling the Philippians. Listen, you're, you're not going to be peaceful all the time. You're not going to be dealing with a peaceful world because the world is going to think and do what it wants to do. 
And when the world wants to think and, and, and well, the world thinks and does what it wants to do, it will always be against God's word, God's will, God's purpose, God's plan. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when you really think about it, it's really it's really going to clash. And so what's what's happening now is that the world sees what the world wants to see today, but doesn't realize that we could be a whole lot better if we would have God's peace, if we would experience it. And how do we do that? By by basically getting to the point, not worry about everything, instead pray about everything. It doesn't, he didn't say, hey, listen, don't worry about anything. You lose your job. We talked about that already. This is a pray about everything. Instead, tell God what you need. This is the New Living Translation. Tell God what you need. So if, if you're ticked off, if you're agitated, if you're stressed out, if you're depressed, you got to tell God what you need. You see what I'm saying? But you you really can't expect him to, to have that effect on you if there's no relationship with him in the first place. You, you know what I'm saying? So if you want to experience something that the world can't offer, then you got to do something that the world doesn't want you to do. And that's coming to Christ. That's giving yourself to him. It hands down. Okay. So I, I wanted to jump and, and add uh, today Ephesians chapter four, verse 31. And, and, and I want to, I want to share this with you because this was also written by apostle Paul to the Christians in Ephesians. They were all dealing with uh, uh, emotional situations. They were dealing with, um, Problems in their community, problems in their church, problems in their families, problems individually, emotionally. So he said, listen, man, this this is what I'm going to do. This is why I'm, I'm, I'm going to write this letter so that way you understand what's, what you need to do and what you can stand on. So Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, he's plain simple. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of behavior. If you want to change, you got to get rid of it. Once again, it goes right back to what we were talking about. Nobody can do this for you other than yourself. If you know for well that you're a bitter person, then the only person who can get rid of that bitterness is you through Jesus Christ. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But the person who makes that first step is you. Because Christ is already waiting for, for him. He's, he's waiting already for us to be able to give him everything. You know what I'm saying? He says in, in, in the Gospels, listen, come to me all you who are weary and I will give you rest. So he's basically saying, if you want rest, you got to come to me. But at the same time, he's telling you, listen, I am rest. So I don't have to work hard to be who I am because I already know who I am. It's more for you. It's more for you to understand that regardless of what you're going through, if you want rest, you got to come to me. Same thing that he was, um, that Paul was, Apostle Paul was talking to Philippians. If you want peace, you got to, you got to, you got to put your heart and your mind into him. You got to, you got to not worry about everything. You got to pray about it. You got to, you got to be consistent. And now we're finding out and we're discovering that we need to get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slang. Harsh words is, is not only just swear words. Harsh words is, is, is words that, that affect the heart, man. It doesn't even have to be swear words. It could be something that shouldn't have been said, but it was said because you were ticked off. Let me give you an example. Harsh words come from an angry person. What does it say here in verse 31? Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger and harsh words and, and slander and all, as well of all types of behavior. So let me put it this way. If you get rid of anger, then you get rid of the rage. If you get rid of the anger, then you get rid of the harsh words. If you get rid of the harsh words, you get rid of the slander. You see what I'm saying? If you get rid of bitterness, then you'll get rid of all evil types of behavior. So what I'm saying is I, I truly believe that most of us, okay, 
And I'm going to be real open and honest with all of y'all. I believe that most of us know full well what we want and what we don't want. You know full well that there's many people that don't want to go to church because they don't want to go to church. There's other people that want to go to church and, and can't find out on how to do that. There's other people that are in church that don't want to be in church anymore. So you have a whole melting pot of all these different type of mentalities, all these different type of characters, all these different type of attitudes that eventually become a certain type of behavior. And it all comes from the emotion that you and I have inside that we let fester. If you don't like being angry, then never, then, then get rid of it. You tell me, oh, Joey, listen, I, 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 yeah, that's easier said than done. It's actually as easy as it's said. If you get rid of the anger of why you're angry, then then you won't have no anger anymore. But I'm a big, like I said, I, I say this a lot, but to be honest, some of us are angry because we like to be angry because we want to make people know, okay, and give the notion to others that I don't want to be bothered. I'm not the one to mess with, et cetera, et cetera. You have your reasons. I have my reasons, but I'm not talking about, you know, those type of people that like to live in that. I'm telling, and I'm trying to talk to somebody who wants to change, who wants to know how to get rid of, uh, like how to make the next step. That's, this is what it is. You get rid of it. You get rid of it. It's like right now, if you think about uh, spring cleaning uh, up here where I'm at, up on the north, it's really not springtime yet. It's still cold. And we're getting into the, the middle of May soon. It's still cold up here. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to tell you is, depending on where you're at, you have spring cleaning. What does that signify? There comes a time, a point in your life where you get uh, in the season and in the year that you take out everything that you saved up. You either have a yard sale, um, you have a, have a porch sale, or you donate it, or whatever it is. You get rid of stuff. That's how it is. For your emotions. You got to get rid of it. You got to take a tally. You got to take an evaluation of what the world is wrong with you. What's your problem and where it's coming from. So that way you can get rid of it. That's why we were talking about the first couple of weeks about the emotions. Okay. Only you really know what your problem is. You know exactly what your problem is. You know, yeah, the saying goes, well, I don't know what's wrong with you. You know what's wrong with you because you know what your triggers are. That's another series that I'm going to be talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, it's, it's so amazing to me that we can actually get to the point where we, 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 we know full well what we want. We end up doing the total opposite. And then the things that we need, we end up coming in excuses of why we don't do it in the first place. And it boggles my mind how we can decide to want to do things, okay, that are not going to be good for us. But then at the same time fight against everything that is good for us and everything that will 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 be of of a blessing and when it comes down to it it could be because simple fact we just don't want to we just gotta be real with ourselves and that's what the emotions are all right so look let me give you a perfect example okay um we we, we right now the the biggest the biggest uh story right now that I actually looked it up four hours ago, 22 hours ago, three hours ago, is is what's going on in India. Now, you may not focus on that because you, you don't live in India. You don't have no family relatives over there. Once again, it confirms what we've been talking about. We don't really care about it or we don't really think about it until it hits home for us. And then when it hits home for us, now watch this. 
we're not as 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 impacted when it happens to another country, when it happens to other people or other families. So we we kind of just okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that. But when it happens to us, we want the whole world to stop because it happened to us. And to be, and like I said, in all reality, most of us are selfish, including myself. It's not that we choose to all the time. But what I'm saying, when we look at it from that point of view, okay, we don't focus, we don't, we don't concentrate, we don't work hard, you know, to, to go help others or to be a blessing for others until it's our lives that need it. So India is India's getting rocked, man. In India, ladies and gentlemen, India is getting rocked. If you're listening from India, my prayers are going out to you because there's nothing really much else I can do. But India surpasses 20 million COVID cases. 20 million COVID-19. And this is the past three, four days. Let's, let's just go for a week. They're running out of oxygen, okay, for patients in certain territory. They're running out of oxygen, ladies and gentlemen. India surpasses 20 million, and that was yesterday. So, like I said, people are reporting it, but people are like, eh, it, when they're good. But let's suppose that would flip around and be in our country. 20 million in our... What would you act like? What would you do? What would I do? What would we all do? You know what I'm saying? There'd be panic. There'd be chaos. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because we've got a custom that as long as it happens to everybody else, we're good. But sooner or later, it's going to happen to you. Sooner or later, it could happen to me. It could happen to you. You know, God forbid. What I'm trying to tell you is that we cannot just focus on the, the situations when it happens. We should be trying to prepare ourselves before the situations happen. Such as eternal life. Where are we going to go when we die? Because tomorrow is not promised to you or to me. I can preach, teach, reach all I want. But it does not signify that I am guaranteed to live physically till I'm 80. Accidents happen. Uh, uh, burglaries happen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, abuse happens. So you're never promised tomorrow. But why would you try to wait till tomorrow... For something to happen for you to try to change your life when it might be too late. And do you really do you really want to die peed off? Do you do you really want to die with that on your chest? Because the world is not gonna stop when you and I pass. It's not it's not gonna stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some people might 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 say and have said that the world the, the, the world stopped when Kobe passed away and Gianna passed away. Listen, I get it. A lot of people looked up to him. But this this is this is me talking now, okay? It's sad that what happened to him. But now watch this. People give me an excuse of why I believe in why in, in, in a God that I don't see. Uh, 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 in, in a Jesus Christ that I'm not sure, I'm not even certain that that it was He was crucified and and this and that and and how can I I, I do this and how can I, but they can go and 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 name their children after somebody. They can wear the sneakers of somebody. They can do murals of somebody who passed away that didn't pay your bills. You know what I'm saying? And there's no disrespect. To the Bryant family, is no disrespect to to Kobe. Heck, 
to be honest with you, nobody probably even really cares because I'm a nobody to them. And that's fine. I'm just trying to tell somebody today that it's amazing how for things that we want, we're affected. Oh, the whole world stopped. But when Jesus died, we get excuses of why it's not true. Yeah, okay, fine. I saw him and we saw him and he was a real person and so on and so forth. I see the justifications. I'm not, what I'm trying to tell you as an example is that you have to pick and choose what you want. There's nothing wrong with you mourning somebody who you knew or you don't know. 20 million cases in COVID. I am affected by the losses of these people because these include children, youth, preteens, adults, elderly. You see what I'm saying? It's all right for you to, to have compassion for somebody who loses somebody, whether you know them or not. It's a whole different ball game when you worship, quote unquote, that person, okay? And they're not even around anymore. My Christ lives. My God lives. And so I idolize my God because there is nobody who will ever do what he did for me and he that nobody will ever do what he did for you either. But you won't know that and you won't accept that if, if what? If your emotions are in the way. Okay. All right. Let me, let me, let me talk about another thing. We're talking about, you know, the, the, the Caucasian cops, you know, doing damage to African-American people. Okay. And it's like, it's all over, right? It's all over. Oh, I'm ticked off. I'm ticked. Once again, this goes back to the source that what I'm talking to you about. Okay. We get people that are agitated and for good reason. Nobody should be taking that authority and abusing that power. I'm with it a hundred percent. What frustrates me is that there's, there's riots, there's marches, there's so on and so forth when that happens. But when the same race does that to their own race, when it's African-American killing African-Americans, nobody reports it. You don't march for that. When was the last time you, we seen a march that that of Black Lives Matter against African-Americans. You know, Spanish people saying, oh, well, these people did this to me and these people called me this name and, and I'm not that and I'm not going to allow that when it's a different race. So, so, but we can allow our own race to say it. You, 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 does anybody know what I'm trying to tell you today? It, it, it's not I'm pointing fingers at no race, no, uh, no, no race, no ethnicity, no person and no individual in general or specifically what I'm saying overall, we nitpick, we choose what we want to, what we want to do. And then we justify what we don't want to do or vice versa. We justify what we want to do. And then we don't do what we supposed to do. Either way you look at it, the emotions are always going to get in the way of this. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and so, and so like right now, I don't consider it right for people to say black lives matter. They're African-Americans, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not with, you know, white people. It's Caucasians. You see what I'm saying? Because I, that's, that's the way that I've been, I've been taught. That's the way that I've been shown even in school when I was growing up. Nope. You don't use the N word. You don't call them black. They're African-Americans. 
But the whole march, the whole movement puts on blast Black Lives Matter. So now I'm confused. But that's what happens when the emotion gets in the way. The emotions will make you see things differently than what they really are. And that's not just for other people's situation. That's for our personal situation as well. You may not be African-American, you may be Asian, you may be Latin, you may be Hispanic, you may be uh, Caucasian, you know what I'm saying? You may be a Spaniard, you may be an Italian, you may be Philippine, whatever the case may be, you have a heart, you have a brain, you have two eyes. Listen, there's so many things that you have in common with me, okay? But one of the things that we don't have in common, okay? is our desire and our effort to make the change. So, you know, it's really important for us uh, to, to, to be real. And that's what that's what this podcast is all about. You know, like I said, I don't I'm not afraid to, to tackle on, you know, to tackle on topics. You know, I'm really not afraid because like I said, what, what's the I'm a nobody to, to, to many people. I'm not popular. I'm not. I'm not famous. I'm not, so to me, whether I'm popular, famous or not, I'm going to say what I see, and I'm going to say what's the truth in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So we have to really open up our eyes and say, wait a second, it's not the fault of this person, this person, this person, this person that I am the way that I am. It has a lot to do with me too. Because you don't have to stay there. You don't have to allow people's abuse or allow people's uh, actions towards you continue to to make you into what you weren't created to be. But the emotions that fester in our lives that we hold on to will make us into exactly what everybody else wants us to be. Even though we say, even though we might think, okay, that we're not like everybody else. Listen, we need to start really standing up on our two feet and saying, I was created for more. I am of this world. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. I'm created with a purpose. I'm created with a plan. For goodness sake, nobody has the same fingerprint as you. You are unique. And any God who could take out the time to make you like no one else deserves to be praised. Does he? Listen. Let's take the praise out because I, I that's that's just who it is. He's deserve he deserves the praise, but he deserves to be recognized. He deserves to be respected, but he won't get that from you and I and other people when we're in the emotional state. Why? Because we're only emotional depending on what we're holding on to. And Apostle Paul said it best in Ephesians four thirty one. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of behavior. Nobody else can do this other than you, ladies and gentlemen. So anybody who's listening, don't care where you're from, don't care what nationality you are, don't care what race, ethnicity, it doesn't matter. I am encouraging you to look deep inside and figure out where your emotions are coming from. And let's work on it together. But you got to get rid of it. I can't get rid of it for you. You have to get rid of it. 
You have to get rid of bitterness. You have to get rid of rage. You have to get rid of it. It all comes down to you. Question is, what are you going to do with what you know now? You're probably receiving, some of you probably receive confirmation of what you were feeling yesterday, two years ago. A sermon, a song that you heard. And now all of a sudden, God is telling you again the same thing. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to help you as best as I can, even if I never in my life will ever meet you. But that's the way that my God is. That's the way that your God is. And for some of you, that's the way that your future God can be. Because nobody can make you do this other than your own desire. And he is so good. Even in the midst of the tough times that I may think to myself that I don't I don't see it. Even in those times, even when the emotions are rising up, God lets me know one way or another that he is bigger than my problems. He is bigger than my emotions. He is bigger and willing and ready to, to yank out and to fix and to break and destroy those sources of my emotions. And he's willing to do the same for you. So ladies and gentlemen, I pray that you have a blessed night. I pray that somehow, in some way, this has been edifiable for you. And that it may be a start. Next week, we will continue with Emotions Part 8. We are soon finishing up. And we're going to get into the next uh, couple topics. I'm excited. I hope to hear from somebody soon. If not, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Because you are worth it. God is worth it. So thank you for taking our time to listen to me today again. And I pray that you have a wonderful night or day, depending on where you're at and listening to it at this time, and that you have a wonderful week. Until then, do everything that you can, everything that you can to help you stay on point. Blessings, y'all. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week, and God bless you all.